Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Who Actually Knows podcast. This is episode 41, and it is not a solo episode. Next week will be a solo episode, I think, but I have the honor of introducing a guest, and this guest has extended her trip. <laughs> Thank you, Southwest. <laughs> not once, but twice did your her flight get rescheduled. Um... And it actually got rescheduled at 7 a.m. I don't know how I woke up for that and rescheduled her flight for her. So I guess maybe it was my fault. I made you stay longer. Um, But we've spent the entire weekend together. Thursday, she's leaving Tuesday. Thank God I love you. It is my little sister, Anna Riedel. Welcome to the Who Actually Knows podcast, Anna. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited. We were going to do a podcast episode over break um like around the holidays the holiday episode is going to be with Anna but this girl she was sick she was busy she was booked and busy mm-hmm. and we respect those boundaries <laughs> so I did it so <laughs> but it actually worked out better that you're on this episode anyway because we had a, we have a lot to like talk about I think we've walked through the topics of this podcast one like numerous times in the car um so it, it's going to be a good one we're going to talk about a lot of like what's on the front burner, what's on the back burner, like what you can focus on in your 20s, figuring out your groove really, and some quotes that we'll throw in there, some mantras, some themes. Um, But Anna is going to have an amazing perspective and we are attached at the hip, but also so different, which is kind of, it's going to be cool and refreshing. Um, How do you feel being on the podcast also? Finally, I'm so excited. It's been so fun being here. It's sad, though, because this means that it's my last night here. I knew this was going to be like the wrap up of the weekend. So it's sad. But I'm excited to be a guest because obviously I'm a big fan. I'm like, do you listen every week? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I have to listen. You, You rated me on Spotify? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. I'm like, for all of you guys listening, don't forget to do that. Okay, so Anna and I are going to break down our MLK weekend, our sister's weekend, because we, we've we've done a lot, actually. Like, thinking back to it, it's Tuesday. It's Well, it's Monday, but <laughs> you're leaving Tuesday. But Anna got in Thursday night, and I picked her up from the airport. It was, like, pretty late, so honestly, all we did was, like, catch up and sit on my floor and then go to bed. But we woke up, and we spent – all of Friday and the majority of Saturday in Joshua Tree. It was my second time being there and Anna's first time. And we got an Airbnb and you guys, it was the cutest Airbnb. I booked the Airbnb a while ago, Mm -hmm. actually. Months ago. Yeah. And it was a pink house. So cute and so perfect for us with a hot tub. And we only stayed one night. We weren't even there for that long, but we, oh my God, we just loved it. On Saturday morning, Oh, let's keep it on Friday. Friday, we get to Joshua Tree and we did the hike. And we did um, Ryan Mountain and then the uh, Hall, Hall of, of Horrors. Hall of Horrors. And that's what for we did sunset. for Sunset. And that was unreal. So stunning. Absolutely unreal. Yeah. I remember I kept turning to you and I was like, I'm so happy and I don't know why. And you were like, look around. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny because the two of us are girls who live in the city. But since we also are from such a small town and I feel like our family really appreciates nature, we also have such a granola-y side and appreciation for like 
all things nature and we were leaning into it we loved it oh yeah I didn't want it to end no and then we so we spent hours in the the park and Friday night um ended up just going back to our Airbnb which was freezing when we got there it was so cold and it was so dark once the sun went down it was kind of creepy we like just pull up and our Airbnb was next to no one. It was just randomly in, in the, the desert. desert. <laughs> and we couldn't even tell if it was the pink one because it was so dark. We're like, this could be the wrong one. And it was freezing. For the first two hours, we were like huddled up, drinking tea in our winter coats, like playing Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for it to get warm. Waiting for it to get warmer. And then it finally did. And Anna and I Willy Wonka the shit out of that couch. The gr- Like how the grandparents lay on either side of the bed. And, and their feet are like in the middle. Blanket. We did that for hours. And then we turned on Bridesmaids, which was our favorite movie. And then I was like together. spooning you. Yeah. Which I, n- I never normally am like a cuddler or like touch anyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was like not. nestled. <laughs> it was really wholesome. It, it was, was really it was, fun. it was inner child healing weekend. We it kept was. saying that. Like Joshua Tree was like girls gone mild. We were girls just hanging mild. out. Yes. Like reading before bed, having tea together, like bouncing thoughts off of each other giggly squad too oh giggly squad i cannot stop laughing (laughs) you have no idea why you're so happy (laughs) (laughs) like why am i so happy i just haven't seen you in forever and we're in one of the most beautiful places in the u.s yeah absolutely insane and then saturday we knew we were leaving so we did one more hike in the morning after going to this like vegan vegetarian restaurant which was really good and really fresh the food we've been having this weekend has been amazing amazing food um and then we drove back after the hike and got ready honestly the other part of the weekend the sponsorship of the weekend is youtube we watched anna can go down a youtube music video rabbit hole yeah i'm a little obsessed yeah i didn't know how much you listen to music you have the best taste in music thank you we have very similar taste yeah we do you're a little like a little more than i am but like as of recent yeah (laughs) It's like a peaceful drive and we're like Zed's (laughs) dead at like full volume. (laughs) Yeah, we go from like Mount Joy, Dirty Love to like Ecstasy of the Soul. (laughs) (laughs) Girls that can do both. It's like an extreme. Yeah. I saw on TikTok recently it was like there's two types of girls and they're like the extremes. (laughs) It's either you're in bed at 9 p.m. with a book or you're out in the club like absolutely feral. which I think I personally am an extremist, like to my core, even in high school and everything, I was always an extremist. And I, that TikTok spoke to me. <laughs> I felt seen of being two extremes. It's either in bed at 9 p.m. or like <laughs> balls to the walls. So yeah, after our Girls Gone Mild part of the trip, we came back and got dinner with a group of my girlfriends that I've made. And if there's a simple pleasure of mine it is like planning something and the people who are invited or what I plan like really enjoy the company Jelena's where we went to dinner was really good um and then we went out to Roosterfish and Little Friend the rest of the night and like met up with a few more people and it, honestly like danced our asses off yeah I, I woke up. up so sore yeah I was so tired we were walking down the stairs and our legs were shaking yeah I, I remember laying in bed and being like uh, it was also because we were hiking all weekend. Like, going from That's hiking true. to then, like, going out and dancing, my body was like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, because we hiked before we left Saturday morning, then went home, and then danced the entire night. Yeah. It was really fun. Yes, we did. 
And then you came home and made a pizza, and I passed out in a ball on the couch. I think that pizza, still thinking about it. It's still in the fridge. <laughs> wouldn't let her throw That's it the away. worst part. I was going to throw this burnt pizza away. She goes, I was in denial no. because I knew it had potential to be good, but I burnt it. Yeah, it did have potential. Um, and then Sunday was when your flight got canceled, and I was up at like 7.30 when it got canceled, and I just like rebooked her on the most similar flight. And when Anna woke up at 9.30, I was like, hey, your flight got canceled. I rebooked you. That was all we said. Like, we didn't even acknowledge that the flight was canceled. We went back to bed. bed, (laughs) And then we woke up and went to the farmer's market um, and had a little food tour, honestly. We had a food tour. We met some cool people. um, And then we went to the flea market. We went to the flea market. Like a bunch of And the Venice Canals. We did the Venice Canals canals and the flea market. And then drove back down and we made Sunset. Yeah. We, we were busy. We were really busy. And hung over. And then we came back and watched The Hunger Games. Yep. <laughs> we watched The Hunger Games. <laughs> we get to the, the end of the movie. We get to the end of the movie, and Emma decides to tell me that she hasn't seen all the other Hunger Games. I forgot that there we was bought like... bought it for $20, and she hasn't even seen all the other movies. I thought I did, <laughs> and then I was so confused, and I was like, there's no way. I was referencing the other movies because I was a huge Hunger Games fan, um, and she had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> so I loved it. I think I'm also like, not, you're also, context. you were so, you were calling everyone by like their actual names, which is what people should do. <laughs> but I'm horrible with names and pop culture. So you were trying I'm to talk to me about it. And at, I was like, I don't yeah. know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we gave up. We gave up. We gave up. I mean, we were going to watch Interstellar. Thank God. We, I didn't have enough brain cells to do that. No. Maybe but later. Maybe later. Anyway. That was our weekend, and Anna got an extra two days. So on Monday, we spent the day in Malibu, just two beach bums, reading, walking. Honestly, tomorrow we're going to be working, so it's pretty chill the rest of the time. So this is like the last planned thing. Um, And then she goes back to Chicago, and I'll see her in Barcelona because our brother's studying abroad there. So that'll be super fun. So excited. I know. I'm really excited, too. Um, To give the listeners, though, kind of like a little background of like our relationship, um, I kind of want to just break it down for them. So I have like recently been asked if I had to like describe my family members with three adjectives, like how would I? And for Anna, um, I said three adjectives, but then like I also gave like a little sentence. And what I describe Anna as is I'm right-handed and she's my left hand. Like she's just like my other half. And I feel like on this trip too, we have not spent this much quality time with each other in a while. Mm-hmm. So on this trip specifically, I feel like we got maybe even closer. If yeah. that's even, I'm like, sorry, Claire, if you're listening. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. She did say that she was feeling left out. We miss you, Claire. And we miss you, Matthew. Well, she's visited me twice. I know. This is my first time visiting since you yeah. moved. The last time we spent this much time together was when you were in between your Chicago lease and your L.A. lease. Mm-hmm. And I was living in a studio, a box of a studio in Chicago. And you basically moved in with me. And your two cats. And my two cats. My mm-hmm. lovely two cats. Yeah, this is like a, I feel like it's happening again. Yeah. yeah no, it, it definitely is. It's fun. Yeah, you mean, you can move in anytime if It's you so want. fun, though. Like, I really appreciate the relationship I have with you because I don't only have a sister. I have a good friend. Like, I genuinely love spending time with you. So it's really cool. I'm very, very happy my flight got canceled because I really wanted just another day. I kind of manifested it. I said, 
oh, I would just love to stay here a little bit longer. My flight just gets canceled twice. And it worked out perfectly. It did. A lot of people ask us, they're like, oh, like you guys seem so close. Do you guys ever fight? And Anna and I were reminiscing. There's one that stands out. We fight. We bicker normally. Like, I remember, like, yesterday, you were like, I'm not going to talk to you until you eat something. Like, <laughs> like it'll be, like, <laughs> those angry. fights. And then I'm like, why? Like, why would you say that? <laughs> and I said, exactly. Yeah, literally. But we had one huge falling out in high school. I can't even remember how long it lasted. Two but weeks, we, maybe? I think, week? like, honestly, maybe even longer. But we did not speak to each other. And while we were sharing a room. Yeah, we were sharing a room. Well, she has a, you have to walk through my room to get to her room. Mm -hmm. So we we stayed strong. We were not going to break. I was not going to break until you. No, I was like constantly pissed at you though. And we were on the same like organizations. We were on the same sports teams at the time. Our schedules were the exact same. We carpooled to school. And one morning Anna was, we, we left the house like around you know the same five minutes every day today that day Anna was a minute late to coming out of the house so I left her and I took the other kids to school and she had her own car so it was fine like she could drive but she got to school and was bawling and we were, we went to a high school of like 90 kids total freshmen through senior so like our graduating classes were 29 so if one person like is crying when they walk in the school everyone, knows about everyone it. knew and then the teachers knew and they were asking me why I was being so rude to you and like everyone was like why are you bullying the Anna the whole town was in on it I made a Twitter poll of who should apologize and we don't even know what we were apologizing for we went to a softball game and I remember our coach was like I feel like you guys should work this out so we decided to take it to Twitter I don't know who won I feel like I won and I think you had to apologize no, I don't, I don't think any of us – I did not apologize. I won. I think I – I think I won. We still don't know what we were fighting about. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know some of the things that it stemmed from, but, like, we would just, like – I remember on our, one of the drives home from practice, slamming on the brakes and just, like, screaming oh at gosh. you, and then that was – then it was silence after that. The problem is we – we are just different at our core. And then it came out when we were teenagers <laughs> because that's just what happens when you're growing up with siblings. Yeah. And like now that we're older, I appreciate you for your differences. I learned from you because of you being different from me. But as a teenager, I despised you yeah, we were for our differences. Teen- and I think that's where it stemmed from. Yeah. I mean, you said it earlier a little bit on the podcast of like this whole entire weekend. We've just been chatting and like bouncing ideas off of each other and just laughing and asking each other for each other's opinions like anything I asked you I genuinely cared like what you were gonna say same and that's just it's so it's like our personalities really complement each other yeah and it's also so funny to see like our our lifestyles are I mean you're a year and a half younger than me um but like our lifestyles are different because of like the things that we like and the things that we prioritize Um, and like for the listeners, I kind of want you to go in and kind of describe, you know, you're living in Chicago and we mentioned that. What are you doing for work? You also have a side gig. Like, what are you doing for fun? Just kind of like a little day in the life summary of who you are. Yeah. I live in Chicago now. I graduated from the University of Illinois. I went there with Emma in 2022. So a year after she graduated. And then I moved to Chicago in October 
So I've been there a little over a year. Um, if anyone's familiar with Chicago, I live in the Gold Coast area. I love it. I live with one of my best friends. I've been having so much fun there. Um, for work, I work in the advertising industry. I work for a media agency. So I basically buy media space for the company that I work for. My client is an alcoholic beverage company, so it's a lot of fun. I love the people that I work with. I've met a lot of cool people through it. Um, I really like to spend my money. I like to travel, so I needed to pick up another job. So I picked up a few waitressing and hosting shifts at um, a bar in my area, so that keeps me busy a lot. I have two kids. Well, they're cats, but they're my babies. Um, but yeah, that's what brought me to Chicago, honestly. I've been loving it. It is a beautiful city and very fun people in the city. So yeah, I've been the city's very busy. so fun. Mm-hmm. I've been having it was a pleasant surprise. I didn't know if I was going to move to Chicago right after school. And then because of my career path, it just made a lot of sense to start there initially. Mm-hmm. And I got a great job coming out of school. So I wanted to pursue it. And it was pl- a pleasant surprise. I didn't have any expectation expectations for Chicago, but I think the people is what made it so great. The people is what makes any place. That's yeah. so important. A hundred percent. I, I mean, I did Chicago same age as you just for a year and then moved to LA and my social calendar, even though at times it was totally burning the candle at both ends, like it is, but there's just, there's access to a lot. LA is mm-hmm. pretty spread out. So it's like a little bit different. And also I feel like when I came to LA, I found more of like grandma Emma-esque of like, mm-hmm. and like leaned into other things as well. Um, but Chicago, like, I mean, that food scene and that going out scene and those dive bars and the people, you're just, your calendar's busy, but it's at such a fun time of your age where you can prioritize it and you can get away with it. Yeah, absolutely. I think my biggest and most favorite surprise of Chicago is that I just kept meeting people. Mm-hmm. Everyone is so open to meeting you and trying new things and being adventurous. And so I've been meeting really cool people through both of my jobs, through friends of friends, through similar interests at concerts, just going out and meeting people. people And you've grown so much. I said this at Christmas, just like when we were visiting Chicago and you were like going out and you saw some of your friends. It's just like when you see someone able to make new friends and meet people, it also just shows like growth and contentment, which is just Mm -hmm. awesome to like watch. Um, But so... I recorded a 2024 Set Your Theme podcast episode. And after that episode, Anna and I were just talking about the podcast, um, talking about my theme, and talking about her theme. So I want her to talk about what her 2024 theme is. And we might break it down a little bit because we had a really good like texting conversation and I kind of want to talk about it over the podcast as well. So what is your 2024 theme? I think the overall theme we decided was soul enrichment. I know I wanted to try, try every single day to do one thing for my mind, one thing for my body, and one thing for my soul. So for my body, take a walk, go to the gym, something to get me active and moving. For my mind, learning something new, maybe listening to a podcast or trying a new documentary or just, you know, feeding my mind something new and exciting and then my soul would be just like soul nourishment if it's like practicing my spirituality meditating a little bit exposing my myself to 
new art, something that enriches the soul, is basically. But I, I've been trying to do each of those every single day, but I'm trying to give myself grace. Um, but overall, I think I'm trying to just nourish my soul a little bit more. Yeah. And you said like that took a place on the back burner like mm-hmm. the last year. What do you think it took? I mean, or if we stay with the stove analogy, the front <laughs> burner, what are you prioritizing right now? Yeah, I think I prioritize my career. I was really seeking a promotion in the past year, which I got, which was really, really amazing. Um, I wanted to get my financials in order, hence picking up the second job. Um, and I was really spending a lot of my free time with family and friends. If I had downtime, I wasn't giving it to myself. I was giving it to another person. Yeah. So I think me having time for myself was something that was on the back burner. Yeah. And those three things were probably it. I mean, I was working, I am working 60 hour weeks, so I have to be choosy with my time, but I love hanging out with the new friends that I've made, the friends that I have, and my family. And the going and, out scene. Like, and the going out scene. I, I, I will say, like, I have lived a very fast-paced life since I've moved to Chicago, and that has become my routine. So I'm trying to break that routine down and rewrite it because I don't need to live a fast-paced life like this. Like, I do want to slow down and really hone in on my mind, body, and soul enrichment this year. Yeah, I mean, that's the the coolest thing I think about being in your 20s is that you can flip like what you want to prioritize all the time even if it's like a month at a time you know like right now a lot of people are doing dry January so Mm -hmm. they're not prioritizing like going out or anything um and then like the next month maybe they will prioritize it or maybe it's a good month for them to like work out and cook at home or maybe like for me I have visitors and like people coming and traveling every single week until like mid-February like I am forced to let go of my routines which for me personally is really good Mm -hmm. but other things are gonna take you know the front burner or Mm -hmm. be my priority right now and I think it's being able to let that like ebb and flow of what is your priority what you can or cannot like if it's out of your control just like letting letting that go and having grace oh yeah absolutely. which you're so good at mm-hmm. I feel like you like can kind of shrug things off a little bit more and just be like you know what like this is what's gonna happen I'll just be and I'm like uh-uh what what can I micromanage <laughs> oh yeah I'm a very it is what it is type of person and I feel like you need me to teach you that in your life like it goes back to us complimenting each other I think oh yeah I think another reason why I'm kind of uh, looking at how I'm living my life and thinking that there are some changes I want to make is because I was recently thinking about the wheel of life that dad taught us when we were younger this is a core memory I think of all the siblings we've all talked about it at different times but um, my dad when we were younger he sat us down and we had this huge chalkboard in our living room, like our sitting area, mm-hmm. right when you walk in. And he sat us all down and he drew this big wheel. And in the middle was our life. And then these spokes sticking out, reaching the wheel. And he asked us what our priorities were. He, he wrote down the bases, the base priorities. He said family, friends, hobbies, career. Am I missing anything? Health. Um, happiness, interests, um, 
And so, you know, we sat there and we were like, where is he going with this? And he was talking about where to disperse your energy out. You need to make sure that all of the spokes that allow your wheel of life to keep turning are being catered to. And if you are lacking in the health section and giving all of your attention to the friend section, your wheel of life, it's not going to be smooth. It's not going to be a smooth ride. It might still be moving. It'll be harder. It might be slower. It might be dragging. Um, so I, I've i lived my life looking back on that analogy because I, I carry it with me wherever I go. It's important. And I think that was a huge... I was thinking about that when I was making my theme for 2024. Mm-hmm. I think about that so often. I Same. was just talking about that with a friend like last week because I will tell everyone about like the wheel of life and how it's okay if, you know, like things slow down a bit, but like your wheel can't become unstable. Mm-hmm. Like you need, and you also need to have some self-awareness and make the decision of what your spokes on your wheel of life are going to be. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to know 100%, but you need to have an idea of, like, who you are to your core. Like, bring it back to, like, the center. Exactly. I totally, totally yeah. agree. And I we were talking about this, and I wrote it down about, like, why are the 20s so confusing for people? And a lot of times it's, you know, this feeling of being confused or incompetent or – just like the feeling of being lost. And I think it's so normal. Like mm-hmm. I feel it all the time and thank goodness that I even do feel it. Um, and I think like where that stems from, and I want to get your opinion on this as well, is that like we make these expectations up in our head of like what we need to be doing or what we don't need to be mm-hmm. doing. And cause for years from high school to college you had all of you had, each class had a syllabus that's what you had to do you had a grading scale you had a structure your friends like might have been built into your schedule in high school and college and then post-grad you get out there and you're like wait I have to make all of these decisions on who I'm spending my time with what I'm doing hopefully try and understand why I'm doing it and if you are sitting there and you're you know, not, you don't know who your core is and like you're indecisive about it, that I think is where the feeling of being lost in your 20s is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I think you, in like, I think that's the reality of it. I think, you know, just putting yourself out there and learning about yourself and like learning how to be with your own thoughts and alone like will help you mm-hmm. in your 20s. But I think like being lonely is fine as long as you aren't indecisive about it. Like, whatever you decide on your your wheel of life, let's say, like, own it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. right now, you've decided that the fast life is who you are, and you own that shit. I've seen it live, <laughs> you know? And I think that's, like, one big thing is that no matter what you want, you just have to own it. Yeah, it's all trial and error. I mean, you have to give yourself grace when you're going down this journey. But how cool is it that we get to try things out and fail at it or we try things out we don't like it because that means that you're one step closer to finding out what you actually do want to put on your wheel of life. Mm-hmm. It's the journey. And if the journey was over, that would almost be sad because you don't want to have it all figured out right now. That's the beauty of your 20s. Oh, yeah. 
I have another analogy and I know we just did an analogy, but I have one that's as stuck with me forever that I stumbled upon years ago. And I was watching this comedian, Daniel Sloss. Have I told you about the jigsaw analogy? Maybe. Probably, but he was talking about how life is like a jigsaw puzzle, but we don't have a picture to reference. So we're just kind of guessing what life is going to look like. And in order to start, in order to begin, you have to start with the four corners, let's say. You have to look for those four corners, and that's going to be the foundation of the jigsaw puzzle. So the four corners are usually like friends, family, interests, hobbies, career. And then as you go on, you pick up puzzle pieces and you try to fit them into your life until you get this beautiful big picture, and then the the picture is you. It's your life. but I think 20s is like, we just got to the four corners. Like, it's just begun for us. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get down on you not knowing where the jigsaw pieces go because you don't have a picture and you and you don't want one because that's the beauty of life. And everyone has their own jigsaw puzzle. So don't look at your neighbor's jigsaw puzzle, aka your friend's life, and say, wow, I want that. That looks so cool. Because then you're just going to be jamming something into your life that doesn't fit or someone into your life or a career choice that doesn't fit. Like, don't look at anyone else's jigsaw puzzle. Don't get down on yourself for not knowing what to do or say because you're, you don't. That's the, that is the art of living, right? So, And I just love that analogy because the end piece is you. You just have to try things out. And it has just begun for those in your 20s. Like, I just put my four corners down. I just figured out what my career was, who my good friends are, and I'm still figuring that out. My family members, I'm still working on those relationships and wanting them to grow every single time I'm in front of my family members. My interests and hobbies, no idea. I'm trying out everything right now. That's the beauty of your 20s. That is, I was, like, thinking about this, and one of the things that I've been journaling about is how when I'm, you know, late 30s, late 40s, I don't want to get to a point where I'm like, oh, I wish I tried this more in my 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think it's the kind of the time to, like, do it, see how it feels, fail, be successful, like, work on your career if you want to, work on going out, work on your social ability, work on your independence and being alone, work on your goals, like, Mm-hmm. figure out how you can spend your time spend it where you want it doesn't all have to be like an equal I, honestly if it was a pre- pretty boring so boring it's so like boring. everything would be the exact same exactly just figure it out and give yourself just, grace and own it and own it the giving it's the so self fun. grace is the biggest thing that i have yeah. to work on mm-hmm. i've had it as a <laughs> literal theme and like resolution for two years same you know so it's so funny that we're like sitting here talking about like (laughs) just own it and then I'm in the back of my head being like I'm trying fuck I don't really own it all the time 100% (laughs) and speaking of Anna having all of this analogies and and good advice we've been the whole entire weekend just like throwing things at each other like just sayings and like seeing if they stick and just like laughing but one that Anna said it like right away a Thursday or Friday and it's been something that has come up multiple times so I want her to talk about it it's this one line and it's been carrying us through the weekend let go or be dragged and do we figure out where you heard that first I don't know where I heard it but we figured out it is a Buddhist proverb 
Yeah, and I just want to be clear, like, this is not an original thought from Anna no. or I. <laughs> this is very unoriginal. Someone else has put that out it's there. It's just I'm also, like, 90% sure I saw this on Tink's Instagram story. Okay, maybe. But you don't know who maybe. Tink's is, so I don't know where you heard it. Who knows? I don't know where Tink's heard it. She also said it wasn't her Tinks original is. thought. <laughs> you don't know who Tink's is. I know. I will give you a lesson on It's okay. Me Tink's after this. Okay, cool. Um, She's just a phenomenal podcaster. So, But we... let go or be dragged. I have a poem I need to read everybody. Yeah. So we, it's been really, it's. Tell the story of the poem. Okay. And so, your connection with Pate. Pate, yeah. Pate. Poems by Pate. There we went to a farmer's market and we were on our food tour just really minding our own business. Um, and we see this stand for poems for a stranger. So I walk up to this stranger and I introduce myself and I was like, I would love to do this. This looks amazing. And I sat down and she introduced ourselves and we chatted for a little bit and I instantly loved her. And she said, what's been on your mind? And I looked at Emma and I looked back at her and I said, let go or be dragged. She looked like she saw a ghost. She didn't she didn't even have anything to say. Like it was 30 seconds of like silence. Yeah. I was like looking around. (laughs) Yes, it really took her aback. Um, and I said, yeah, that's really been the theme of the past few days. We've been really talking about how we don't want to hold on to things that are slowing us down. We don't want to be dragged. Like, we want to just live freely, and we don't want to be holding go. us back. And we want to let that shit go. Let exactly. that shit go, or you don't grow. Yes, exactly. So I said, yeah, that's what's been on my mind. And she wrote me this poem that I'm obsessed with. It says, for Anna, it's my wallpaper let go or be dragged i do not belong on a short leash i was meant to take long strides and jump into the lake i was meant to bite into each moment like a summer peach and let the sweetness linger this life may very well slip through my fingers but at least i'll hold it dearly for a little while i just love it i sent it to like 20 people and anna talked about this poem and i i was there when it was like she read it so I've heard it yeah Anna talked about it for the next 30 minutes we'd stop and she'd send it to another person <laughs> it was and then profound. she's like wait Emma I just have to read it one more time yeah but it, it really it, it is so I mean it was just very relative to like what we were talking about in like your life like mm-hmm. it really hit home for you yeah totally it got to the point where you said Anna will you put it away I said yeah it's probably a well, good and then idea we kept just walking around the farmer's market and you were like I hope Pate is safe what if she has a stalker <laughs> well I was like maybe we should just go check in yeah. So we would just walk by. She was good. She's fine. She's still she writing was writing poems. her poems on her typewriter, which was so cool. Every poem is like, or be dragged the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just not original. And I just think this is the most profound thing ever. <laughs> it is, though. I mean, my theme for 2024 is letting go. So we'll Definitely. see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anna, I honestly wish you lived a lot closer to me. I know. Me for too. one. This was really fun, but I want to thank you for coming on the podcast and I hope you guys all like this episode. I feel like it was kind of just like real and raw about being in your 20s is always so much fun and it can be confusing, but you can make the decision. Remember, we're not trying to be indecisive about what you want to prioritize and know that at any day like that can change. Like if you want to wake up and be like, you know what? I'm out of my grandma era. I'm in my going out era. I'm in my career era. I'm in this era. Just own it. I mean, like Anna's analogy, just a jigsaw puzzle with no picture. Exactly. But thank you, Anna. I love you shit ton, girl. I love you, Em.
<laughs> Thanks for having me. Talk next week, everyone. Bye.